God, she turns pages so loud. Does she not know what silence means? Silence! Oppenheimer! I myself am strange and unusual. This is Nerf Friend Radio! Nerd Alert! See, this is the stuff that brings nerds together. So it's sort of social. Demented and sad, but social, right? If I'm interested in it, then by definition, it is nerdy. Are you a loser denial or something? My dad's a nerd. I mean, it's library silence. And welcome to episode 297 of Nerd Pride Radio. 297. Right now, Aiden is exactly 297 centimeters away from his phone. Can I go grab it now, please? Yeah, yeah, go ahead and, okay. go ahead and get it. Because he said it as a joke because his phone's over there on the counter charging. And so uh, I got out the, the meter stick and we measured it. And uh, it turns out he was actually 280 centimeters from his phone. So it was actually a pretty good call on his part. So we moved him and the phone and adjusted until we had 297 so that we could be truthful here. And then, of course, Aiden said, you know, we could have just lied to them. It's not like they're going to know. But uh, I, I don't know. He's called me out too many times when I've tried to fake things. <laughs> that uh, I, just, I just had this feeling that I was going to say 297 centimeters. And he'd go, really? Really? You're going to try and pull that off? When it was his idea. So, uh, so I didn't. I wouldn't have done that. Oh, you would have. Although my joke was way better. What? <laughs> I'll save it for another podcast, but... Oh, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, no, he had another one, but we can use that for any number. We'll be fine. So, uh, so anyway, ask me how I'm doing today. How you doing? Go, go on. Ask me. How you doing? Thank you, Lisa. I am awesome. My name is Mike Jones. I am a Pathfinder slash D&D nerd, a history nerd, a sci-fi nerd, a comic book nerd, computer nerd, movie nerd, comedy nerd, science nerd, gaming nerd, plus there's like seven other kinds of nerds. I only wish I was nerdy enough to be. You are listening to Nerd Pride Radio, the place I go every week to hey, Ron, about all the nerd stuff that just won't fit in my skull anymore. As always, we are recording live from our Nerd Pride studios inside the microverse that powers Rick's car. Blank stairs. Greetings. Oh, okay. Good. Good. Yeah, he, he knows what we're talking about. Um, anyway, uh, straight into the meticulously probably portion of the podcast. This is the time for me and Aiden where we talk about all of the interesting things that we've stumbled across in the last week. If something strikes us as, strikes our nerd fancies. Darn it. I'm just going to have to change this back. I'm no good at this. Uh, if something tickles our nerd fancies during, because we, we, there's two of us, so we have two fancies. Uh, during the course of our busy, busy weeks, we add it to our master lists, and then the very best stuff off of those respective lists gets spewed out all over you guys every time we record. You, you lucky, lucky dogs. dogs. Straight into it, uh, I'm going to open up with a science fiction double feature. Mm-hmm. 
God, I was so hoping that this was going to be a uh, a review of Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey and Bill and Ted Face the Music. We could have done that earlier today. No, no. My other children want to watch those with me, but video games were more important, so. <laughs> Why? You mean you can't even cut it out at this point? You don't have enough silence. Just leave it in. I could. I could have. I could have if you would just shut up. I could have cut out the sneeze. I just couldn't. I couldn't. Pause. Oh, I should. There's a mute button right there. Darn it! That would have been so much better. Right, but you didn't. So now it's staying in. Fine. You guys <laughs> suck. All right. Anyway, uh, the thing is, Eli and Noah both wanted to watch the movie with me. They wanted to see both because they've seen Bill and Ted, uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and they wanted to see Bogus Journey with me so that we could then watch Face the Music, which is now streaming. And uh, and I said, oh, okay, you guys ready to do it now? Oh, well, not not right now. So, uh, they don't love me that much. Not like you. You would have been right there if you hadn't been working. So. Well, I mean, I get off work at 8. Uh, but we have to exclude you from things. So, I mean. Yeah, I mean, that was the theme recently. That. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, instead, uh, I am reviewing Blue Ruin. And, uh, well, let's do Blue Ruin first. And then we'll do the other one. Uh, Blue Ruin is by. Uh, Jeremy... You didn't even do the science fiction double feature opening. No, I'll put that... Oh, damn it. We should just scrap this whole segment. <laughs> this is no good. No That's music. right, here at Nerd Parade Radio. <laughs> That's right, here at Nerd Parade Radio, you get not one, but two movie reviews for the same low, low price. What's first? All right, anyway, I watched Blue Ruin, which is uh, by Jeremy, uh, I don't know, if he were American, it would be Solner, Solner, but it could be, it looks like it's I a mean, French or- origin, so it could be Solnier for all I know. I'll, um, I'll, I'll get. Go get a pronunciation for us. And uh, anyway, Blue Ruin, this is the same guy who did Murder Party, that was uh, uh, his first movie. And Murder Party looks kind of like uh, a student film or a step above student films, but it's about uh, it's about you, about a bunch of art students wanting to make their student art projects. So I'm guessing that was where his headspace was at when he made it. But uh, Murder Party is a lot of fun, and I've seen it twice now, three times now. I really really enjoy Murder Party. Uh, and then he's also done Green Room, which everyone. Well, most people are familiar with it. Green Room was a horror movie, uh, which was very notable because it stars Sir Patrick Stewart as the villain. And, uh, it is, it is a really tense, creepy horror movie and, uh, very scary. So based on those, I'm like, well, everyone's been raving about Blue Ruin. I should try that out. Hold on. Uh, give me just a second. Yeah, I'm giving you a second. God, the internet was only a little better here. Yeah, well, that's what you get. I have a pronunciation for that name, but it's being weird about it. Okay. All right. You know what? We're just going to have to... We'll have to live without it. That's right. Saulnier. There you go. Um, Anyway, uh, Blue Ruin is probably my favorite of the three. I really liked Blue Ruin. It is uh, a thriller... Uh, a revenge story, um, 
It is a yes. It, it's like exactly like Michael Jackson's Thriller. It had the dancing zombies and everything. That's exactly <laughs> what happened. And so uh, it's about a guy who is homeless, and the cops come and get him and tell him that uh, that there's somebody who's being let out of prison who is clearly significant to the dude. And so then we get to see him uh, now set himself into motion um, as a result of this. And it is, uh, these are some, some uh, I, I don't want to be offensive, uh, backwards families. Um, these, are, these are people who are very uh, uh, good old country boy, mountain folk kind of people. And, uh, and I think the magic to this one for me, for, with Blue Ruin, was that our protagonist, who you have a lot of sympathy for, and um, and you are rooting for throughout all of this, uh, but he he's very quiet at, in the beginning, and we don't know a lot about him. We are sympathetic to him based on very little facts, and then the rest of the movie starts challenging those notions of why you felt sorry for him in the first place, and uh, um, and you have to learn a lot about your presuppositions about a movie and about characters, and uh, um, and by the end. Uh, a very satisfying conclusion and everything kind of came together. And I just, I was thoroughly entertained all the way through Blue Ruin. I don't, I don't know if I'm doing it justice with this review, but uh, I highly recommend it. All right. And then um, the other one I watched, I watched Hesher and Hesher is, uh, it, it is uh, a story about a kid who has lost his mom. Um, and so him and his dad are both in, uh, um, their own forms of grieving and depression, uh, over this and into their life comes this weird anarchist stoner dude named Hesher played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt of all people. And, um, and you slowly realize that, that, I guess where it all clicked for me is when you realize that Hesher is basically, um, you know, if Mary Poppins came into your life, but, you know, was was kind of an anarchist stoner um, who swore a lot and and, and uh, screws the girl that you like. But other than that, um, it was, it's like, he's, he just I'm shows. I'm sorry, I had to research some stuff. I'm sorry, what? Hesher is... Hesher is this this off-the-wall, terrible, terrible human being who drops into their life at this moment of need, and then he's this this metaphor, this allegory for everything that they need, and he has, like, all of his actions have the answers, sort of, but not really. Uh, and it's just a really, really strange movie, and I highly recommend it. It is the most twisted uh, uh, Mary Poppins story I've ever seen. And normally I'm I'm one for going into a movie cold and not knowing a lot about it before I go in. But I'm telling you, this one, uh, as my wife just pointed out, she went in having read the description that it was a, a sort of twisted fairy tale. And if she hadn't had that fairy tale tip off, um, she would not have gotten it right away and wouldn't have enjoyed it as much because it's just bizarre. And, uh, and same thing for me. I was just puzzled by this movie until... Until uh, 
you know, halfway through, three quarters of the way through, and finally the whole Mary Poppins analogy snapped for me. And it's like, oh, okay, that's why. Um, also, that's my new band name for my jazz band that only uses uh, medieval instruments. Uh, yeah. The fairy tale tip off. Nice. Nice. I thought, I thought, um, I thought your band name was going to be Mary Poppins Analogy, but <laughs> oh, that's not a, that's also not bad. See, exactly. Um, but anyway, uh, although it sounds really pretentious, those are yeah, it really does. <laughs> so that's right. But, uh, all right, I can't I can't come up with what they perform. I was going to say they only perform covers of they do covers of classic musicals, except they're all broken down to be their literal word meanings instead of oh alliteration and. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> God, I hope the microphone... I really hope the microphone picked that up. Oh, my wife is very funny. Uh, so anyway, uh, those are two really terrible reviews for some really interesting movies. So uh, I'm sorry I, I mangled all of that, but I really enjoyed them, and I think you guys should watch them too. That's what I'm saying. And now it's time for a surprise segment of This Week in Speedrunning. Oh, my God. You didn't tell me we we're going to do this week in speedrunning. Wait, wait, no. Wait, wait, wait. Stop, stop. We're not going to screw it up again. Let's wait for the music. Oh. This is the segment where I talk about something that literally no one cares about, but I do. It's speedrunning. It's playing games as fast as you can via sheer determination and skill. Wait, I, I care? I mean, debatably. Well, okay. Alright, go ahead. Now, this one you might care about. Yeah, I do. The Four days ago, the uh, Microsoft Solitaire speedrun was broken by a single second. Okay, okay. Bringing the new record up to 11 seconds to play a game of Solitaire on Microsoft Solitaire on Windows 8 and 10. Right. From, from their Microsoft Solitaire collection. Right. Right. Yes, as opposed to the one I played, uh, and I actually, it was a speedrun challenge for me. I used to play on Windows 95, just the original Microsoft Solitaire on Windows 95. Shooting the moon doesn't count. No. <laughs> okay, first off, that's hearts, and that was the, I know. the challenge in hearts was to shoot the moon four times in, and win so that you're now winning zero to uh, 100 and 400 and 400 and But that's not what I'm talking about here. Um, on Microsoft Solitaire, uh, on Windows 95, on a crappy old laptop, uh, I was able to do 72 seconds was my record on that one so so a minute 12 95 yeah on windows 95 okay because uh yeah caspi beat it on the 26th Uh with 11 seconds playing a full game of solitaire that is crazy how do you how do you see the cards at that point that's what i'm saying i want i we watched the playthrough of this it's only 11 seconds and in the playthrough I mean, the guy amazes himself by the time he gets done with it, but it is just absolutely... Um, hold on. What is this? This is 95's records. This is Windows 95 records? Yep. Oh my god, a minute and 22? Yep. Oh, those guys suck. 
Hell, if only you had posted it officially, man. Oh my god, yeah, no, well, if only I had known. <laughs> if only I had known to be recording myself at the time. Um, but still, but... On, on Windows 10, 11 seconds. Mm-hmm. That is phenomenal. Yeah, you're just watching this thing, and it's just flying. I have I. I'm not playing the game. I can't follow what the hell he's doing. It's yeah. crazy. So, um, very impressive. Well, that that was a really good this week in speedrun. Oh yeah, man, that's good stuff. Hey, you know what we forgot to do before the meticulously plotted portion of the podcast? Uh, what did we forget to do? Ow, my ears, and in the middle of my segment too. See. It's time for a little feedback. Um, yeah, it turns out that... Uh, uh, can you entertain the people while I go get my phone, which is uh, 297 uh, centimeters away from me? Yeah, I will uh, I will continue my segment, thank you. Oh, wait, there was more speedrunning? Yes! Oh! Now, <laughs> as I was doing research for this segment earlier today, it brought me to the realization that there are people who post official speedrun records... That very clearly aren't trying. Like, uh, for the record for this one. The bottom of the list, number 105, is uh, 8 minutes and 44 seconds. Wow. Which it just shows, like, this disparity. Yeah, why Why even bother? It shows this... I mean, if, if you want me to pull up uh, Super Mario 64, which is arguably one of the most... Uh-huh. I mean, some of those runs are, like, an hour. Right. Where the top is, like, four minutes. Oh, my God. So, I guess, all right, I don't have the info on it, but I'm just wondering where... Uh, when when did he post up his... Eight, oh, okay, there we go. Yeah, he posted this up in the last month. He posts up an eight-minute speed run to uh-huh. get 105th place. That's terrible. I mean, hey, he's the 105th best at Microsoft Solitaire on Windows 10. I guess. Sad. But it's just... I mean, I understand that if you're gonna do speedrunning, you have to start somewhere and, you know, build up your skill. But your but your best record is always the one on the boards. Mm-hmm. Okay, if the high scores on Tempest or Donkey Kong had gone up to 105th place, I would have been thrilled to have mine on there, even uh-huh. though it's yep. garbage. So right. I understand the I understand the inclination here, but um, but I get what you're saying because yeah, it seems silly. Uh, you continue with feedback, and now I'm really curious about the 120 star- stars Mario 64 slowest speed run. Okay, well hold on. Here's the problem: is that I was going to do the feedback. But now we've moved on. So uh, what's the feedback? You can't do it okay, twice now, in one show. Now we can do feedback. So uh, it turns out that uh, last time we did. Uh, all right, first I'm going to read uh, feedback from from Sarah Beth. Let's do that one first because her feedback is Aiden's friend has good taste. Do you remember? I- yes. I did get criticized by this friend, by the way. Really? And I will continue to not use their name because now I know it annoys them. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, and then uh, she also says, if you're watching Ghibli movies, do not watch Grave of the Fireflies and don't let anyone convince you that you have to. Uh, agreed. Okay. I don't know anything about it. 
and then she says, yeah, actually, I do care about the platinum list, but mostly because I like hearing my name on the radio. So there, you win that one. Uh, and then she also, uh, oh my God, I just heard your dick Grayson comment, and I'm glad I'm alone because I nearly laugh, I laughed so hard I nearly scared myself. All right. Oh, and then that's feedback for today. I can't read that one yet. All right. And then I also... Uh, real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Mario 64 is one of those where you have to count milliseconds. So the current zero stars speedrun is by Kano at 6 minutes and 37 seconds, uh, 430 milliseconds. Okay. Six minutes. The slowest is... Of course it's Small Ant, the pencil sharpening guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. He has, he has one hour, 14 minutes, and 29 seconds. What's the milliseconds on that one? I, so I that's don't a, think it matters. And that's, and the, the best part about that is he's in, he's in 58th place, uh, and the guy, the guy who's right ahead of him, has beaten him by 50 minutes. Yeah. So. Which, which now that I read Small Ant, I'm almost positive this was intentional. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ow. You, you I keep, thought you were done. If you keep interrupting me, I'm going to have to keep playing the sound. Uh, so, um, Kyle wanted to say that uh, clearly the... Uh, here it is. Clearly... The perfect murder weapon is iocane powder. It's odorless, tasteless, dissolves instantly in, in liquid, and is among the more deadly poisons known to man. Yeah, he's right. I really should have called iocane powder. Uh, and then he also says, I want you guys to know that my two youngest kids and I have been doing elaborate bits on I pooped your pants all day. Good. It's, it's my favorite. It's the best bit in the world. I think it might be the perfect joke. We were We were prepping for this podcast, and we mentioned it, and my wife is in the room and says... Uh, what are you talking about? And so we explained the whole I pooped your pants bit, and we we got to laughing so hard we couldn't finish the explanation of it because we entertain ourselves so much. I love I pooped your pants. Uh, and then let's see. I think there was one more in here that was, oh, yeah. Ronster says Aiden, because we were comparing whether people preferred the gallium list or the platinum list. Oh, yeah. And uh, Ronster says Aiden. My loyalty can be bought. Uh, all right. What are you offering? My love and affection and access to the platinum list. He says gallium, platinum, tomato, tomato. I mean, if you want on, just let my dad know and he'll give you access to the list. So, there we go. Um, I just tripped over your cord today. No, you're just fine. All right. So, anyway, that's it for feedback. All right. Uh... If, if just in case you're curious, the uh, slowest record for 120 stars, yeah, in Mario 64 is a uh, 16 hours, 32 minutes, and 42 seconds compared to the number one spot, which, which is, is an hour and some change. Yeah, hour 38. Wow, fascinating. Which also these have to be continuous runs. You have to do it in one go. Oh well, obviously I wouldn't know. So 16 hours. Wow. All right. I mean, that's, that's dedication. And now for something completely different. Oh, you hear that? It's time for something completely different. See? We changed segments. Oh, did we? No segue, no nothing. That's it. All right. So, uh, uh, for something completely different, hey, uh, I started using the Walmart, uh, app 
to get curbside pickup for my groceries. Oh, I hear that they're completely uninvasive about your life. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the first time I, I used the Walmart app to do my shopping, I went through and it turns out it's Im- incredibly easy to use. All right, I, this is not an ad for Walmart, for God's sake, but it is like it they is a need really, it. It is a really good app. It's well designed. It finds most of the stuff I need pretty quickly. Uh, I didn't have a whole lot of stumbling around with my searches, and so I get the whole list put together, and I pick out my my pickup time so I can get the curbside delivery or curbside pickup, and then I say, okay, let's check out, and it says, are you sure you haven't forgotten anything? And then it gives me a list of items I might be interested in. And this is where I realized that, okay, I, I just signed up for my Walmart account just now. and Is and, your card already hooked to it? And, yeah, well, yes. Okay, well, they then still know your spending habits. Right, exactly. And so they now, based on my spending habits, they've now given me a list of all sorts of things that I've bought regularly at their store over the years. Yep. And... And I was a little shocked and a little hurt because I don't want them. I I know that they use my information. I just don't want them to be so blatant about it. The worst part is it's connected to your card. Right, right. They just got this off my debit card. But there were a few things on the list I said, oh, yeah, no, I need that. I mean, it's like, it's like, yeah, I'm a little bothered by it. But on the other hand, it was really useful. It was the kind of stuff that they suggested to me. And that I wound up getting is the kind of stuff that had I been in the store, I would have picked it up because I would have passed by it now, and seen it as I go around. Whereas doing it online, I, I'm not browsing the shelves. I don't actually see the stuff as I pass by. I have an opposite issue with Amazon. With Amazon? Yeah. Okay. I buy a singular toilet seat on Amazon. Uh-huh. And now every time I log in, it's like, hey, want to buy a toilet seat? And I'm like, oh. no, I don't collect toilet seats. Oh, Am- Amazon is the worst because because Amazon ads and Google ads are connected to so many different websites. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Lisa. I want to know why I'm getting co- coffin pop-up ads. Really? They're trying to sell you coffins? Yeah. Oh, so. Wow. That's creepy. Remember that experiment that we did a while back about yes. uh, the yes. power tools? Yeah. It happened to me. Really? So, we have recently found out that a long-lost buddy of my friend group is a furry. Uh-huh. So, out loud in one of our apartments, we had a lengthy discussion about furries. Mm-hmm. And how we're all cool with them. They're all generally really radical people. But it's surprising that he was one of them, seeing how cynical of the the group he was. Mm-hmm. And after about an hour and a half of conversation, I open up YouTube to start watching a video, and I am getting ads about furry communities and fursuit ordering services. And I'm like, I am not myself a furry. I was just talking about it. Wow. That's really good. Yeah, this, this was... Um... And now that I've mentioned it again, it's just going to happen all over again, so I don't know why I try. Yeah, and I know that, that Walmart is, you know, this big evil corporation, uh, but in, in a time of COVID when I want to get, you know, safe pickup or delivery of my groceries, and they're making it so easy, and they're really, really being considerate about stuff in that, in that like, I'm not missing things, you know? 
when I go in when I go in to reorder anything, like they already give me a list of favorites of stuff that I've already picked from, so I can just browse those first. I get go to that page of favorites. I browse through that because half that stuff is on my list again, and they're being it's. Oh, man, I am selling my soul for convenience. And they're really definitely am. not selling that information to anyone else. Oh, well, you know, but again, I'm selling my soul for convenience. I'm Look, no, 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 no. Here's the thing. You haven't sold anything. They stole your soul for convenience because you didn't sign up for that. You didn't ask them to do that. True. They just did it. Which... Probably should be illegal. Maybe. <laughs> but I think if they ask people, I think people like giving up their information for convenience. They really do. They like the the idea of being able to have have stuff catered directly to them. Um, it's tough. But that, anyway, that was that's my Walmart experience. So um, I'm not doing all of my shopping at Walmart, but I'm doing a lot of it recently. So, again, and also, the idea that I can do I can do all of my grocery shopping in all of about five minutes. Like, it takes me almost no time. I zip through it, it takes five minutes, and then I just show up later, and and they time it out. So, so they send me a note that says, oh yeah, your groceries are ready. Be here in the next hour or so. And so I get in my car, I hit the little button that says I'm on my way, and then when I pull up at the store, they're like, okay, we see that you're here, what stall are you in? So I click the button, and someone's there inside of 30 seconds. Like, it's all the beatings. It gets them them to peak efficiency. Again, again, I will sell my soul for convenience. That's great. And that employee's soul, but... Oh, no, no, they sold their soul for something else. I probably, (laughs) you know... Survival. I was gonna say eleven dollars an hour. <laughs> yeah. Wow, they make a whole eleven dollars. That's I great. Think so. so, anyway, um, enough of my snarky cynicism, I suppose. Uh, let's now see. on to more snarky cynicism. Well, okay, you have you have something here under some, something completely different. Oh, I do. Yeah. So I was browsing YouTube. Not about furries, I promise. Um, <laughs> And uh, I ran into a YouTuber called Mike Burnfire. And this entire YouTube channel is just two ex-military guys playing video games and telling stories. Uh-huh. And it's a wonderful time. One of them was in the Marines, and the other one was a armorer in the army. So, as they're playing this game... Every gun he picks up, he gives off, oh, here's the facts about it, and everyone who ever uses one will come in and say, oh, well, this part of it broke because I was doing this. I was like, of course you were doing that, because you're an idiot. (laughs) And I I genuinely enjoyed their sense of humor. They had a lot vibing between them. So I'm like, okay, do they have any, like, constant series I can watch? And I'm They had, you know, over 300 episodes of a Fallout New Vegas playthrough. Uh Uh-huh. Each episode a minimum of, like, 10 minutes. Uh Uh-huh. Which, you know, Fallout New Vegas is, I don't know, like, 20 hours tops. (laughs) But But they've done zero of the story because they just keep doing mods and whatnot and playing off those and... 
they have this entire headcanon because one of them can actually mod the game himself. So nice. anything that they need added, they'll just be like, oh, yeah, sure, give me like a day. And what's the, what's the name of their channel? Uh, that is Mike Burnfire, all one word. Mike and Burnfire. they have 200,000 subscribers, but they deserve so many more. They nice. are just genuinely funny people. Wow. Okay. Cool. Um, did you have more on that? Oh uh, no, I, I just because I feel bad because I cut you off earlier no, with your I, speed running several times, and so I would like to double see, check. That I, you're I, done. I I didn't know if I wanted to put this under Roku because I have been watching it on a technical streaming service. I didn't know if I wanted to put it under Pod People, it, bread and butter. I, yeah, see, that's why. Well, okay, my next segment is uh, is Pod People. Pod People. Pod People. Pod People. Thank you, Noah. Pod People is where I talk about podcasts I've been listening to. And, uh, and yeah, I, I have the same debate. Did I want to put this under Pod People? Did I want to put it under Bread and Butter? Um, but these are all podcasts I've talked about before, and I'm just going to reiterate. I don't even know why. I, it, it's going to take longer to have played that music than it is for me to, uh, to name these podcasts and tell you how much I love them. So uh, I told you already about The Constant and The Truth, and I've talked many times about LeVar Burton Reed's uh, all of these are very much storytelling podcasts. So uh, the truth is literally short stories, uh, vignettes that play out in about 15 to 30 minutes. Uh, LeVar Burton reads, he reads a short story, usually some kind of sci-fi fantasy thing. And those are you know usually an hour long-ish. Uh, and then the constant is storytelling, but he's telling true stories of history gone wrong. And all three of these are just, they're wonderfully read and performed, and they are just relaxing. They, it, it's getting lost in a good book is what these are. And I highly recommend all three. And I know, I probably, I think I just talked about uh, The Constant and The Truth within the last month, and yet I'm going to repeat it because I've been listening to a lot of them. So, And speaking of repeats, as long as we keep doing pod people, I will keep mentioning it. Welcome to Night Vale is so good i need to get back to it i should i should restart it It, after i it makes uh, you feel about a nonsensical city out in the desert uh i genuinely care about these characters Uh uh-huh yes uh cecil and what's the guy's name that you have no idea how much that doesn't narrow it down no the guy the um i don't want to give away his relationship Oh, 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 the scientist. Yes. With great hair. Uh, yes. That is, uh, d- d- uh, Carlos. Carlos. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, that, that meant nothing. In, in, in one of the first episodes, Cecil nearly sends people on a murderous witch hunt because a barber cut Carlos's hair. <laughs> I, yeah, he, you're right. I love this show. Oh. And, and honestly, the weather. Is oh my gosh! Every, every episode of Welcome to Night Vale, uh, they break and in now, the middle. The weather, and now the weather, and then they play some indie song made by right. a lesser known artist, some garage band somewhere, and and I have is, added thirty songs so far out of eighty yeah, episodes. Yeah, they are. So, I mean, like some of them, all of them are interesting. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And and a lot of the songs are ones that have made it to my own playlist just because. They're really good. And while they all have, like, different sounds and genres and all of that, all of them still somehow, like, 
fit the feel of the podcast. Yes. Yes. Anyway, uh, uh, yeah, high recommend for Night Vale. I'm going to go back to that. You should. And, and start over because um, I, listen, I really like Night Every Bell. time I go to and from work, I listen to an episode. Uh-huh. So with how my schedule was working out, it's four episodes a day. Wow. Nice. Um, and I've, I've been having more time for podcasts lately because I listen to them while I walk the dog. Oh, yeah. And so that goes out well. I didn't know you yo-yoed. Ha-ha! 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 That's great. All right. Anyway. Oh, 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 that's right, that's right. I forgot. We have one more segment called Hi, Hungry. I'm Dad. No, no. No. It's just called Hi, Hungry. I'm Dad. No, the I'm Dad is implied because do we want the viewer to feel smart Uh because they can figure out the punchline. Oh. Because they've all heard this before. So anyway, the segment is called... I don't even know why I bother with this whole rigmarole. <laughs> hi, hi, Hungry. I'm Dad. <laughs> dad, I'm Hungry. Hi, Hungry. I'm Dad. Why did you name me this way? Why, why, why? Yeah, you know who's funny? Dads. So, uh, here we go. Oh, shoot. My phone is, again, 297 centimeters away from me. Let me go get it. Entertain them with a dad joke. Uh, did you hear about the one about the airplane? It'll go over your head. Oh, jeez. All right, all right, all right, all right. Hold on. Um, let me get my phone out. Uh, I mean, did you hear the one about uh, the Brie? It's a little cheesy. Ooh, all right, all right. That's good. I mean, I think that. it's Gouda, but... Boo. Oh, look at this. Look, here's a picture of your brother's... Uh, Pushing a mail cart. Oh, that's no. I was invited, and this was we. It was a scout thing. We excluded you. Yeah. See, they had to take the plywood, and they had to build a road, and then they'd move all the stuff further down. And then they had to move the plywood yeah. from the back to the front. Right, oh yeah, yeah, I know. It works. Our little rotating road that we had going. Uh, anyway. Um, yes. Yep. So anyway, I would uh, be glad to help any uh-huh. weekend. Some somewhere in here, I have a whole. Ah, here they go. All right. So, hi, great, hu- great radio. Yeah, shut up. Hi, hungry. I'm dead. All right. Um, all right. I have to review these really quick. Oh yeah, I, I, I accidentally bit the inside of my cheek. Now it hurts like hell whenever I sit down. <laughs> oh, 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 all right. Um, like I went into the doctor. And I'm like, it hurts when I touch here. It hurts when I touch here and here. And then I said, well, stop that. Your finger's broken. That's that's good. Uh, this one's from Yancey. Uh, due to the pork shortage, uh, my butcher started using seabirds in his sausage. His business has really taken a turn for the worst. Ooh. Uh, um, hey, they, they they tell me that icy is the easiest word to spell. I see why. <sighs> Even after I removed all the stains, the church still fired me as a window cleaner. Did, okay. No, oh, I thought I thought maybe. You, oh, okay. What? Got it. What? I I my my brain didn't register what you said except for the punchline. Oh, okay. Because I saw you grin, and then I thought, oh, he found it funny, and then I thought, oh no, he's just humoring me. Why? And then I realized, oh, it's because you were still puzzling it out. Got it. Yeah, because I I didn't hear what you said for the first bit. Anyway, <laughs> I dropped acid last night, and it ruined my shoes. <laughs> Thank you. Um, that's a, oh. that's like a double entendre. By the way, 
this guy, the, the, I'm sorry, we're just flipping through pictures on my phone. You guys are going to have to live Ooh, with are this. we flipping through pictures on my on our phones now? Yeah. Uh, Great radio. This guy, in the first Indiana Jones movie, uh, he played the uh, giant Nazi that he fought on the plane. Yeah. And the guy was beating the hell out of Indy until uh, until he uh, wound up, wound up backing into the airplane prop and getting chopped up. Uh, and then in the next movie, he played the the giant uh, giant brown dude with a with a sword uh, who almost beat Indy until uh, his scarf got caught in a giant mill wheel and then he got ground up. Um, and then in the third movie, he played a giant Gestapo uh, officer, but I don't remember him getting into a big fist, fist fight with Indy in that one. So I feel really bad. <laughs> he learned. I thought maybe there was a there was a whole theme going on, but anyway. Um, so uh, here's the thing that happened at work. I, I put my root beer into a square glass. Now it's just beer. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Wait. 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 Um, I got kicked out of the Flat Earth Society for asking if this uh, six-foot social distancing was pushing anyone else over the edge. No? Okay. Um, My wife asked me to put ketchup on the shopping list, but now I can't read anything. (laughs) I got one. All right, good. Hey, do you know that if you play Super Mario backwards, it's just about a short guy who dumps his girl and runs really, really far away? (laughs) (laughs) Not bad. Do you know... That even after Mario dies, you can still contact him, but you have to use a Luigi board? Did you know that that's also how you get the most requested character in Smash, except you have to use a Waluigi board? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. What's brass and sounds like Tom Jones? Trombones. (laughs) Walk into the club like... I got Lisa on one. Walk walk into the club like, what up? I got a, oh God, oh no, wrong building. I'm so sorry. Continue with your funeral. God bless. (laughs) The fact that it's on a sweatshirt is really impressive. (laughs) Okay. um, And it's it's with a very heavy heart that I am announcing that I just ransacked a whale carcass. Oh. Oh, I thought with a heavy heart. I, I regret to announce that I've just injected lead into my veins. Oh, oh, that's bad. Okay, time flies like an arrow, but fruit flies like a banana. Oh, all right, there you go. I'm all out. I'm tapped. You got anything else? No, nah, that's it. All right. You guys want me to keep doing this segment? Because uh, I sure don't. Because. I'm gonna whether you say yes or no. It makes no difference to me. So anyway, uh, that's it. That's it for the meticulously applied portion of this podcast. Now it's time for the podomatic. I mean, as long as the Simpsons going to be a train wreck, we might as well go all in, right? Hot dog! This is the Nerd Pride Radio Podomatic. At the end of every cast, we bring out R two and his fully pimped out Podomatic. Oh yeah, we forgot to have him. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Hot dog! This episode has been dedicated to Occam's Razor. Um, Not Occam's Razor, uh, Murphy's Law. Murphy. Exact example. Perfect. God, you suck at this. Uh, it's fully pimped out automatic bubble, and he rolls up random topics for us to talk about. And where, where do, do these, these topics, topics come from, from you ask? ask? Well, that is where you come in. You want to hear us haver on about something? Then send your question or topic to me by email, or better yet, in a private message on our forums, and I will add it to my Podomatic list, because Podomatic is about whatever you want it to be. And our first number is 53. 
53 is from. Oh, this this episode, dude. I know. Well, this is what happens when we take uh, three weeks off. <laughs> so, really, our, our own fault. Oh, it's from Jacob. Oh, hey, hey, Jacob. Jacob. And Jacob says, what is the cutest animal in your opinion? Hmm. The cutest animal. Uh, Jacob Jones. Oh, Jacob Jones. No, that doesn't count. Uh, But very similar, baby orangutans. Uh, I would say a kitten. Kitten, okay. Um, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm usually a stone-hearted bastard, but I see a kitten in need. I'm like, oh, come here, you old buddy. Uh-huh. All right, now, would it stay cute if you added an extra eye? Yes! It would be a kitten. <laughs> no? <laughs> <laughs> um, no ba- I hate you so much! Baby orangutan with a third eye would be terrible. That would just be creepy. Unless you put a hat over it. So, I guess. <laughs> Baby orangutan with a, with a newsy cap on. The worst part is I didn't see it coming. <laughs> I'll explain after the podcast. Oh, okay. Um, we have to have some semblance. Uh-oh. 44. 44. 44 comes from Lisa. Hey, Lisa. I said, hey, Lisa. This is your automatic question, so I said, hey, Lisa. What superstition do you believe in? Oh, okay. This is a superstition that a lot of people who play video games believe in. Okay. And it is that every electronic device is programmed with a desire sensor. Okay. So if you're playing a game and you need a, a item to drop... The desire sensor will go off and make it not drop because it knows you're looking for it. Oh. I can see that. I mean, it's either called the uh, desire sensor or uh, a curse from RN Jesus, depending on who you are and how you... Okay. Except... Never mind. I was going to explain to you how, how such a superstition could arise. But well, I, I know how it arises. Because when I'm looking for something, I can't find it. Right, well, because all right, how many how many different possible items could drop? Eight. Usually it's a small pool. It's like, right, okay, so if we go after this monster and break these parts and do it within this time limit, I should have a 50% chance of getting it. Seven quests later, I still don't have it. Oh, okay, yeah, I suppose... Um, hold on. What, what, what? There we go. Yar. Sorry, uh, I was pausing because Lisa wanted to pitch in, but she didn't want to be on the mic. So, um, because she's very busy. And she said one that, that she believes in is that, uh, bad news, uh, and or deaths specifically, uh, tend to come in threes. And sneezes, apparently, according to her. Yes. That's, <laughs> there, there have been times, my, because whenever Lisa sneezes, it's always three times. And every once in a while, she would uh, sneeze just twice, and the kids looked up, and it, was that you? Yeah, that she sneezes twice. Who are you, and what have you done with my real mom? And yeah, exactly. So, uh, okay, those are good. I have, I know that there are superstitions oh. that I, even though I don't believe in superstitions, there are some that I follow anyway, just because. And that's how I 
Yeah, with yeah, with things coming in threes. But there are ones that I follow them just because I don't know something in me just wants to do that. Uh, even though I don't really believe it, but you know, there's always that little nagging. But what if? So uh, bo- bonus dad joke. Okay. You know what I find barbaric? Using a bonus action to rage. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I can't argue with that one. Uh, 55. A lot of doubles. Uh-oh. One more and we're going to get caught for speeding. Ah. Uh, oh. 55. It's from Kyle. It's, no, it's, no from it's from Lisa. Again, hi, Lisa. Hey, Lisa. Um, pick something in the room to be your zombie apocalypse weapon. I get the meter stick. Oh. <laughs> You're gonna use a, a clicker. Oh wait, pen? wait, wait! Doesn't have to something with an arm's reach. Okay. Uh, is is there one of those big cutting boards? Yes. Yeah, there's a there's a paper cutter over there. Yeah. Snap the blade off that like they do in the faculty. Yes. That was pretty good. Oh, <laughs> nice. Oh, it's a knife. Lisa has a knife. What What are you doing with a knife in school? Wait, wait. That is does, dangerous. Does, does it have to be in this room or any classroom? It says in the room. Okay. So, well, I would pick my 9mm. <laughs> I would go for that flagpole up there, but I know that that's just cheap plastic. Uh-huh. Huh. Uh, actually, what you could do is uh, grab one of the fluorescent bulb tubes. Uh-huh. Have a quiver of those and... Yeah, but... Oh, man. You're gonna run out really quick, though. I mean, what zombie's gonna chase you full of... Gl- oh, all of them. Never mind. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> I mean, I think, like I said, I think the aluminum meter sticks would be useful because there's a whole box uh, of them in there. Saw can... some chair legs. Have a quiver of those, too. I mean, they're all metal. That's true. That's true. Huh. Just have a quiver of cheap clubs. All right. Wow. Yeah, classroom is a great place to find zombie weapons. I mean, not as good as, say, you know, like a butcher shop. Or, or you know, an armory. Or any, any mechanics shop, I suppose. So, um... All right, anyway. 90. Oh, good. We're not going to get triple doubles. We're good. Right, right. We're not going to jail. I mean, not yet, at least. This one's from Kyle. And Kyle says, Banjomatic number four. When was the last time you saw Deliverance? Uh, The first time I saw Deliverance? Yeah, uh, no one ever needs to see it more than once. So, I saw Deliverance back in 90. I think I saw it. In Texas, um, so somewhere in the 90s, but and I don't remember why we were watching it, but we did. And Kyle says, it's been at least 25 years for me. Um, yeah, that's I, I think I saw it around that same time. Um, do you think it holds up? No. no. No, I don't think it was a good movie even, even when I saw it. Uh, do we need to do awesome in Deliverance? I understand that Deliverance was considered a really powerful movie when it when it first came out because it plays on a whole bunch of uh, uh, masculine stereotypes and uh, so it, it really really plays into the uh, homophobia uh, and it but. The whole thing is predicated more than more than most horror movies. Uh, not that it's really a horror movie, but more than most horror movies, it plays on the idea that 
the protagonists make just the stupidest decisions. Like, anywhere through this movie, if they had just, you know, chosen to go for help, go to the police, go... So, none of this would have happened. And yet, they didn't. So, they made really stupid choices all the way through, and and thus, yeah, really terrible things kept happening to them. Uh, I did not care for it. So, bonus question. Which character in Deliverance do you relate to? <laughs> and then I've already seen the end of his question. Did you say the Banjo Kid? No, I wouldn't even have thought of the Banjo Kid. Uh, and I don't know, because... Um, the only two characters I remember are Burt Reynolds and the guy who had to squeal like a piggy. Um, I know that there were two other dudes there. Uh, you know, one was John Voight, and I can't remember who the fourth guy was. Um, but I don't remember their personalities. I don't remember anything that they had to do. So uh, clearly, I'm Burt Reynolds. You can tell by my awesome mustache. So the the, the leader of these stupid choice making, by the way, the ringleader, as it were. So, um, hold on. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> he, just, he just showed me a picture off of his phone. It's just a meme that says, imagine if sex sounded like uh, the sound of a straw being pushed in and out of a McDonald's cup. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, God, that would make, that would make eating at McDonald's <laughs> way more awkward. So... Is the last one. Not more awkward than it usually is for me. It is 56. 56 is from Kyle. Well, hi, Kyle. And Kyle says, if you could reboot any album from the 80s, but as a movie, and starring Elton John, but it can't be an Elton John album, what would you pick? Wait. And why? Does it have to be current Elton John? I, you know what? I, he doesn't say, so I'm going to say it can be any Elton John. Okay, because it would be current Elton John, and ju- ju- just for the meme, it would be any, you know, death metal album, so you could do a zombie movie. Oh. Okay, Star- starring Elton John. That would be an album from the 80s. Elton John is dead, right? I'm not, like, making baseless jokes here. No. No, he's not dead. Oh, is he not dead? What? Elton John is still alive. Oh, I could have sworn he died. Nope. Huh. Yeah, I, I, okay. Um, I mean, I look like an idiot now. Well, that's no, what you're... You like yeah, you sound like an idiot. Well, Your I, mom's right. I thought that was given. I just wanted to let the listeners know that I also look the part. See, because I was thinking, like, um, Michael Jackson's Thriller playing off your zombie idea, but, you know, the whole album thriller, there's a lot more on it. And uh-huh. the music is really, uh, really Elton John style, you know? Um, I also keep thinking uh, R.E.M.'s Document, because R.E.M.'s Document was my favorite album for a long, long time. I love that. The soundtrack to any Disney movie that isn't The Lion King? Oh, that's pretty good. Um... But no, I'm, I'm going to take I'm going to take Lisa's suggestion, and I'm going to go with uh, uh, U2's Joshua Tree. Oh no, 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 no! It has to be Mulan. That's not from the '80s. It isn't from the '80s. You're right. Yeah. Damn. Sorry, dude. I would love to see Mulan starring Elton John, though. Look, because here's the thing: is if you do if you do Joshua Tree as a musical, I mean, there's 
first off, I think Elton John would perform the hell out of, oh, yes. out of Joshua Tree. But, you know, there's there's With or Without You. There's, um, oh, what's that, uh, the one about drug addiction? There's the, I mean, it's like, there, there's a lot of really powerful angst and emotion in Joshua Tree. I'm pretty Tree. sure that almost all U2 songs are in some way about drug addiction. And I, I think, I don't know what story they construct around that for the movie. But I definitely want to see Elton John perform. I want to see him sing all of those songs, and I want to see him actually act his way through this whole movie. I would love to see it. So there you go. And then that is it. We're all right, done with the Potomatic. So it is time for another Potomatic. There you go. Thirteen. No, that's a seventy-three. Oh, is it a seventy-three? Yes, it is a seventy-three. It is a seventy-three. We had to check. Yep. All right, seventy-three is from. It's from Lisa. Hi, Lisa. And Lisa says, what is your favorite smell in the whole world? Frickin' Nerd Pride Radio. It's the best smelling podcast on the internet. Goulash. Goulash? Reminds me of uh, daycare. Nice. Um, wow. Anything to get away from home? Well, I don't know. It's just, like, just, it's just a childhood memory that yeah, brings me to happy a places. Very, a very comforting smell. No, I'm not, I'm not going to criticize you. I'm just making a joke. Uh, and so... No. No. Uh, baked goods. The the smell of baking stuff, cookies, breads. I love the smell of baking in general. Uh, a lot of our candles, when we get scented candles at home, a lot of them are, uh, you know, like buttercream cookies or some, some stuff like that. It's just, I don't know. Really, really like those. Yeah. Okay, now can we be done? Sure. Okay. So now we're going to turn this over to GLaDOS. For another Potomatic. <laughs> 53, which was the first one we did. I'm positive it is. It is. 53 is the first one we did. No, that meant we're done. 36. 36. This will be the last one. Yes. 36 is also from Lisa. Oh, my goodness. Way to go, Lisa. You And, you know, you only have a third of these out here, so. So it's really uh and Lisa says, What personal trait has gotten you in the most trouble? Aiden. Uh the fact that I will answer any personal question about myself one hundred percent honestly. Really? Oh yeah. Huh. If they're curious enough to ask about it, they're they they can know about it. Huh. What personal trait of mine has gotten me in the most trouble? Everyone be very silent. It's radio. I don't know. Um, all right, hold on, hold on. I'm going to pause. Just just give me a second. Okay, no, no, they, they hit it. My, my cocaine addiction. So... <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I've been meaning to have an intervention about that. Um, yeah, see, I was I was going to say being a know-it-all, but I I am not I'm not as uh, snotty about that as I used to be. I'm still a know-it-all. You don't know nearly as much as you used to. But it's well, the that's, dementia. That's also true. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, my distractedness uh, sometimes I, because I wind up getting easily sidetracked on stuff and then oh crap no i totally forgot to do that sorry about that oh yeah no no i meant to get on that i'm really bad that's why driving home and driving 
Yeah. Right. Just go right past my destination because I completely forgot I needed to turn. Uh, and that's why I use my phone for, for tracking stuff like that and setting alarms for yep. myself and, and compensating. Um, but yeah, it still happens. So anyway. GLaDOS, give us a recap. Another part of it. No, 54. I think I beat you to that one. 54. All right, 54. Look, now that we've covered all of the 50s, this will be the last one. Okay, this will be the last one. Look, we've got 53, 54, 55, 56. That's pretty good. Right. All right. Uh, oh, it's from Ronster. And Ron... Oh, shoot. Hold on. That's, this is Noah. Hello, Noah. I'm doing fine, Noah. What can I do for you? Oh, we're not getting home till late, so you're going to have to take care of yourself for supper. All right. See, that was easy. Is it okay if I recorded this? Because we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're in the middle right of a now. podcast. You don't mind? Okay. All right. Yeah, Noah says you guys are awesome. All right. All right. I love you too. Bye. All right. 54. All right. 54. Uh, it says... Uh, it's from Ronster and says, What harmless tricks or pranks would be fun to play on the next occupants of your home if and when you move? Um, oh, tricks or pranks. We had, we did, what did we write on the, what did we write on the wall on the, the insulation outside when we put the siding up? We wrote something on there that, until someone changes the siding on the house, until they go to replace the siding, no one will ever see it. But it's there. I don't remember. We'll take it off and I'll be just as surprised. As um, I when I yeah. move out of my place, I'm planning to leave a hastily scrawled note in my closet that says, Someone, please help. I've been chained in here for days. Ha! Huh, that's pretty funny. Um, God, that, I, I have never planned to do any pranks for the people that come after me in my house because... Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. In the in the closet with little tally marks on the closet, um, where they've been marking off their days. So, uh, wow, that's good. We'll have to think about that. Maybe maybe that'll be a uh, one of our platinum gallium the, questions. There was for a next post week. on uh, Reddit about someone who had just filled in their basement, except they just mostly filled in the basement and then like drilled a hole in one of the knots in their floorboards and if you look through it they've placed a couple skeletons half buried in cement ha ah, yeah, that's funny okay uh now it is time for glados to give us a recap of this week's episode <laughs> give me the button <laughs> so far remember when the platform was sliding into the fire pit and i said goodbye and you were like no way and then i was all we pretended we were going to murder you that was great this podcast is copyright 2020 by Nerd Pride Radio. The opening and closing theme is Death Metal Disco by Ian Cronk, as performed by Black Dove Underground. I should really write that down. You really One should. Of these I'm going to forget. Uh, you know what? Let's do that right now. All right. Well, cool. it won't help here because this isn't the master one. Never mind. Oh, okay. Uh, my bumper music this week was... Um, science Fiction Double Feature. Ah, Science Fiction Double Feature by Me First and the Gimme Gimmies. And the... What the Mario snow slide the, music? The, not the snow slide. Not the snow slide. It's just the, the Mar- <laughs> Super Mario slider theme. slide theme. There you go. Uh, and I think and, that's it. Yeah, unless we have something for word of mouth. Oh wait, wait, wait! That can't forget doesn't the, count. Can't forget the feedback noise. I know it's not a song, <laughs> but still used it a lot. 
Um, anyway, all the songs I use are available on a variety of music services. Check them out, listen to them, buy them, enjoy them. I wouldn't put them in my podcast if I didn't love them. If you want to help out Nerd Pride, subscribe to this podcast in whatever podcatcher you use and write us a nice review or a crappy review, whatever. Just give us five stars. That's all we care about because that's what makes the difference to the algorithm. Uh, but if I would sell my soul for a few five-star reviews. That's I'd right. sell my soul for a Klondike bar. <laughs> but... If you really want to do something super nice for this podcast, recommend it to your friends. Just one friend, any friend, if you have them. If you enjoy it, you should be spreading the word and letting other people enjoy it. Here's what's going to happen. See, we give our podcast to you, and then you recommend it to three friends. Uh Uh-huh. And then they'll recommend it to their three friends, and then at that point, you have enough downchain that you are now a super listener. (laughs) That's pretty good. You, you've had to sit through some of those, huh? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Word of mouth is my bread and butter, people. Remember, I am always looking for you listeners to do my work for me. Don't forget to send me questions and topics for the Podomatic. Uh, let me know if you want to be included in listener betrayal. And if you have a really interesting nerd fact about an upcoming episode number, send it to me and save me all of that grueling research. <laughs> I mean, this, this time was the first time I can truly say it was grueling research because you literally had to measure the space from me to my phone and then and then make you not move for the next 30 minutes until the podcast started because well i still had some research to do and oh wait i gotta go use the bathroom and oh hold on let me check my phone again all right anyway oh grueling my contact information mike at nerdprideradio.com uh at nerdprideradio on social medias that i never check never uh, but to be completely honest, the best way to talk to me is come sign up for my forums at nerdprideradio.com slash nerds. You'll sign up there, send me a message, and then we'll hang out together. We'll become best friends in the world. We'll, we'll have, have fun. And now it's time for Listener Betrayal. Before I start recording every podcast, I post up to my ever-vigilant Gallium Club members, and uh, and Aiden posts to the Platinum List, which nobody ever looks at. And we say, hey, we're recording. Anything that these people say to us during the duration of our recording, we will read off at the end of the episode, which is what we're doing right now. And I would like to say to any of you listeners that would like to be on the Platinum List, it only takes a direct message to Mike, and he will give you access to my list. That's true. I could do that. So, okay, do, how, how do you have to contact them, though? Is I mean, I do it through text, Snapchat, Facebook Messenger, whatever people prefer, really. Okay, so however they want to be contacted is how you will do it. Right. right very cool. Uh, anyway, um, wow, do not read this on the podcast. Okay, sorry, I won't read uh, that. Da, 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 da. It is specifically stated that anything after that message is to be read off on the podcast, so. I don't think I should. <laughs> Okay, so I'll go first since you uh, seem to think you're going to have a lot more responses than I currently have 26 responses. Oof. All right. I said, hey, Gallium nerd fan. Yeah, you. We're recording right now. Give me your best dad joke. Todd says, I'm hungry. With the response, hi, hungry. I'm dad. What? Uh, What are we doing? 
I Todd, I said, give me your best dad joke. And he says, hi, Hungry, I'm dad. It's, I, it's what? Okay, because the kid says, I'm hungry. Yeah. And then the dad responds with, hi, Hungry, I'm dad. Either that's not his name or he has a really, I don't, that poor child. Todd says it's a classic and you're an idiot. It says right there, Aiden's an idiot. See? See, it jokes like a frog because I was correcting you on this thing not 30 minutes ago. Right. <sighs> okay, fine. Pat then, uh, DM Darks, says, a lot of people don't see the point of puns. A good pun is its own reward. Oof. A good pun is its own reword. All right. Uh, Sarah Beth says, I only know chemistry jokes, and most of those are gone. Are gone. Uh, and I said, I, she said, sent this before I even started recording. So I said, ha, give me one more. She said, hey, cut me some slack. I only tell chemistry jokes periodically. Whoa. She's good. Yeah. She's heard chemistry jokes before, apparently. Uh Okay, that's my response to you. So, oh, here's one from Talvin. Well, hey, Talvin. Talvin says, why couldn't the bicycle stand up by itself? It was too tired? It was too tired. Oh! I don't trust stairs. They're always up, up to, to something. something. Yep. Why don't eggs tell jokes? Because then they'd crack each other up. Oh. Also, how awesome is DM Darks? So awesome. So awesome. All right. Uh, Kyle. Hi, Kyle. Oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> if Catwoman visits Nepal, what will Catman do? <laughs> oh, 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 God, that's going on the board. I, that's good. I'm ready. All right. I've discovered I have a logic fetish. I can't stop coming to conclusions. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh Kyle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that it caught us both off guard, and we both reacted at the exact same time as we both got it and went, Oh, and you know, coming to conclusions is how we sex it up. So, <laughs> that is, <laughs> and that's how I sex it up. Um, Ash Wednesday is what Thanos did to the Adams family daughter. Oof! My my priest told me that masturbating in the eyes of Jesus was a sin, so I started aiming for his chest. Uh, Kyle, <laughs> Kyle, this is a family podcast, is it though? <laughs> No! Oh my god, Kyle! Uh, you know what? I should read them before we actually record them. That's like I thought we learned this with Ryan. I'm reading these cold here and uh, almost regretting it. All right. All countries will eventually get COVID, but China got it right off the bat. Oh, that's factually inaccurate. That is. It actually. Uh, no, that's. We're, we're, we're learning now that it actually probably came from pangolins. Really? Yeah. That is a weird word, pangolin. Yeah, they're also a weird animal. They're little, like plated anteaters. Okay, if Watson isn't the most famous fictional doctor, then who is? <laughs> uh, see, because who is capitalized? Because it's a it, never mind. It's a Doctor Who joke. <sighs> Except he's not called Doctor Who. He's just called the Doctor. Did you did you hear about the race between two silkworms? It ended in a tie. Oh. <laughs> oh, that makes me happy. All right. Um, hey, it's Walrus. Oh, boy. I cut my finger chopping cheese, but I think I may have greater problems. Oh. 
How did Darth Vader know what Luke got him for for Father's Day? Felt his presence. Uh, Why do you never see elephants hiding in the trees? Because they're so good at it. Uh, Which bear is the most condescending? A panda. Okay. Did you hear about the kidnapping at school? It's fine. He woke up. God, I forgot about that one. Yeah. It's classic. Did you hear about the kidnapping at school? It's all right. He woke up. Uh, why are celebrities so cool? Because of all their fans. And it takes guts to be an organ donor. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> this is from Emily. Emily says, why does Snoop Dogg have an umbrella? For drizzle. Ah. <laughs> I, love, <laughs> I love that one. Uh, Noah says, me. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. He's, he's a joke his dad made. It's the best dad joke. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, he's not. He's a. I mean, he's his a, na- very on target there. His his freaking online name was Tada. I mean, <laughs> uh, this is from Dave. Dave says my favorite dad joke is the one about the zoo that only had one animal, a dog. It was a shit zoo. It was a shit zoo. Uh, oldie but goodie, as it were. Those are Dave's words. And then last of all. Uh, it's from Ron. Ron says, which lay- weighs less, a gallon of water or a gallon of butane? A gallon of butane because it's the lighter fluid. Oh. That's pretty good. All right. All right. I still have responses Hi. coming in. Yes. Y- yes. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I, I missed Lisa's. Hold on. Uh, what do you, what do you call a magic dog? A labracadabrador. Oh. What do you call a fake noodle? An impasta. Uh. (laughs) Have you heard about the movie called Constipation? Has it not come out yet? Yeah, it hasn't come out yet. (laughs) I tell dad jokes, but I am a mom. That makes me a faux pas. Oh, oh, oh. I haven't heard that one before. Oh, that's good. Very cool. All right. Uh, And then that's the end. Of the dad jokes from the platinum list. So oh. now, now it's up to Aiden. What do you got? All right. Uh, I sent out. Uh, I sent out. Howdy, platinum members. My dad and I are recording today, so if you'd like us to say something or have us read anything, now is your chance. We will read anything you send us. Seriously, anything you type will be read off. This week's question. Quick, give me as many sentences or phrases that you can that you can that sound bad out of context. Yeah. Well. Just all right. Wait, wait, wait. Never mind. I was gonna see if we could make this into the challenge where we don't actually make jokes about them. But all right, the first one comes from uh, Robin. Uh, she says, "Unsubscribe." Ouch! How dare you? Wow. That's even an answer to the question. She's just unsubscribing from the platinum list. Wow, that is just terrible. No, I mean, you know, things happen. Alex was from Kyle. He says, how do you find him? Here's a better question. I'm haunted <laughs> by a video of a person using nail clippers on their front tooth. What haunts you? Ghosts. Ah. Oh, I can show you the image. No, no thanks. No. No, I really don't want to see that. I mean, I mean it's it's a really hefty, like, you can just hear it, like, clip. Uh-huh. It's... 
Oof. Wow. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, the next one is from Ryan. He has many answers. Uh, first I'm one trying, is... Hold on, hold on. I'm, get, I'm getting over that whole nail clipper image. God, it's stuck in my head now. Alright, well, okay, what image haunts you, though, to answer his question? Uh, insert cursed image here. I've seen so many. Uh, Bathe in My Milk is up there. I don't know. It's, it's, it's like one of those, like, work posters where it's like, call this service. And it's just an old lady standing there with a blank expression as there's a large fat guy in a tub full of milk. With the words below that says, bathe in my milk, and I have no idea what the context is. Weird. Okay. Uh, Ryan opens up with, I mean, not all Nazis were bad. Ugh. I mean, I think that, I think that sentence sounds bad with context. Yeah. Yeah, even in context, that's, that's uh, bad. Just put that anywhere. Okay. Eat this. Which is an inside joke. Okay. Man, did that slow down a campaign. One of my players got turned into a hamster. Uh-huh. And the another player picked him up and started walking around the hangar they're in, saying, eat this to random passerbys, and only he found it funny. Okay. It was a solid 45 minutes. I get it. Uh? The first is worst than the rest. I don't get it. I, I I think it just meant than, but... Huh. The first is worse than the rest. No, we got nothing. I, I mean, it makes sense, but... Anyway, moving on. Uh, wouldn't you like to know... <laughs> wouldn't you like to know, Weather Boy? Alright, that's a good one. Uh, oh, and uh, I pooped your pants. <laughs> I pooped your pants. Whoa! <laughs> Uh, best joke ever. The next one comes from Mike. Ooh, alright. Hi, Mike. Uh, the Aeneid of Virgil. I've just always loved that one. That one actually came from uh, a list of uh, phrases that sound dirty, but aren't. So, uh, Adam wanted Grandma to smoke his butt. <laughs> See? Is there a story behind that one? Yeah, we did it on the podcast with the whole pork. Oh, yes, and yes. Okay, it, yeah, go ahead. Uvula. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, the next one comes to us from Caleb. Uh, then, after that, I shoved it in. Oh, yeah. Of course you did. Uh. <laughs> the next one comes from my mother. <laughs> she says, "Put your please put, please put your balls away. Now, I'm not entirely sure this is an answer to the question, because I do have my balls out right now. <laughs> Uh, the next one's from Sarah Beth. Hey, Sarah Beth. Uh, she says, Hey, help, help me move these dead rabbits and <laughs> Genevieve's dead fish so I can get to my rabbit shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, she said, uh, she then says, Sperm will always be a part of my life and I'm afraid. What? Sperm will wow. always be a part of my yeah, life, no, no, and no, I'm no. afraid. Nope, that's exactly right. That's uh, salmon are the waffles of fish. Okay, okay, I can yeah. see that. Yeah, sure. Uh, God damn it! I can't get this damn toe dissolved. 
<laughs> Those are good ones. Uh, uh, she then follows up with, oh my gosh, what the hell is this? Oh, it's just some coyote scat. Oh, okay, cool. Are these all quotes from work? That's pretty good. Oh my god. Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, the next one comes to us from, uh, Sam. Uh, he says, counteroffer. Howdy, nerd pride cast. Me and a lot of other people are listening to you guys today. If you, no, you aren't. Uh, if you'd like us to hear something or know anything, now's your chance. We will hear anything you say to us. Seriously, anything you say will be heard. This week's question, guess what? You've got to rewrite, you have to rewrite any superhero origin story. Whose do you change and what do you change to it? Ah. I changed Batman so he's not just a whiny bitch. Oh, now, um, hmm. give him like you know superpowers instead of his superpower being the one percent. Look, uh, the, the superhero origin stories that need to be changed. Um, I mean, like there's there's a there's a bunch of them that you know the Fantastic Four wound up going into space and being bombarded by cosmic rays, which we now know is not a thing that causes. Yeah, I mean, like, or, or again, uh, the Hulk with his gamma rays. It, again, that's not how shit works. But, um, but change one. I, hmm. Uh, All right, you keep reading other ones. I'll, I'm going to think on this one. Uh, you know, uh, Spider-Man's. Yeah. In, instead, it's a bear. Spider bear. <laughs> oh that's terrible <laughs> uh the next one comes to us from emily uh emily. her response is hey gallium nerd fan yeah you we're recording right now give me your best dad joke <laughs> nice uh the next one is uh from billy bob uh, he is not responding to it, but he says, Netflix is probably not releasing a movie about sexy kids. If you think it's sexy, that's on you. Get some help. Wow. All right. However, to be fair, to be fair, uh, the poster did, uh, did very much, uh, uh, appear to be sexualizing those little girls. But now there's... That's not the point of the movie. I haven't seen the movie Cuties yet. But now there's so many people out there who refuse to believe anything else. But from what I hear, the reviews of it are really good, and it's a, um, it's actually a really good movie. Uh-huh. But that poster was clearly a horrible, horrible choice on someone's part. The next one comes from Isaiah. He says, hey, is D&D still on? I mean, Probably. I would assume so. That's it's not gonna be late. So. It's it's gonna be really hard for you to get this response when this is being published tomorrow. Well, we'll see what we can do with time travel. I'm just responding if you want. Okay. Anyway, enough about my social life. Uh, the next one comes to us from Jacob. Ah. Uh, he says, "Hello, Nerd Pride fans. 
I'm going to disguise this confession as an answer for listener betrayal from my brother Jacob. But this is actually me, Aiden, addressing you, a nerd, pro- the nerd pride fan. You all discuss me. Nerds are the bane of this earth, and it is my displeasure to have to read your filth every other week. Though you lot may be awful, none of you can hold a candle to you, Mike. You think you're all high and mighty? You're old, washed up. People only listen to me anymore. This is my show now, old man. I'm going to spit in your mouth while you sleep. No, this whole statement is not a joke, no matter how much I protest after this statement. (laughs) I don't think he's going to (laughs) protest. We were supposed to wait, like, a week before this com- confession, man. I sent the memo. <laughs> Gotta get the timeline, dude. Uh, he follows up with, uh, uh, also I, Aiden Jones, like to kick puppies. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, you need to quit doing that. If they weren't so kickable. Oh my god, that was really good. Also, the sound, they, it's like its like a little balloon. Like, just, just all the air escaping their lungs right on the kick. Wow. I mean, I kick puppies, isn't that obvious? Okay, was that your last one? Uh, no! People are still responding! The nice. next one comes from Mike! He says, chocolate salty balls! Yeah, that's, again, some... There were enough ball jokes in there that I, I started thinking of Chef and South Park. So. Uh, then, Isaiah responds to, if you want, with yes. Garrett said we could do it here if you're planning on doing some magic stuff with me. Cool. Wow. <laughs> planning to do some magic stuff with me. Again, out of context. Hey! <laughs> cool. Garrett said we could... Yeah, that, no, that completely yeah. fits with the topic. Yep. All right. Uh, that's that, all I got. That's it. We are all wrapped up. You guys are awesome. We <sighs> appreciate you being here. This has been a train wreck. Thank you thank you so much for being patient with us. This has been the most glorious train wreck. Yeah, we really are disorganized today, so I hope it came out well. Uh, but we love <laughs> we, you guys. We had fun recording. We will see you soon. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Wait, say goodnight, Aiden. Good night. Say goodnight, R2. Damn it. Every time! All right, hold on. Let me try this. Say goodnight, Lisa. Goodnight, Lisa. Say goodnight, R2. Good night, everybody.